do your jab. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Not-So-Scary Scarecrow, by Mammy Talk, illustrated by Ariel Shira, published by Fryson Press. The Not-So-Scary Scarecrow is a cautionary tale about being a pushover. A scarecrow tries to do his job, but quickly realizes he's not very good at it. Will the scarecrow be able to keep the varmint out of the farmer's field, or will he allow them to treat him as a useful pawn? Well, bring a rifle, just in case this guy can't do his job, and come along. We open on a scarecrow named Jack. Mammy tells us he's on a lonesome farm. I don't know where she's going with this, but isn't that the hope on a farm? A lot of land with no trespassers? Well, inevitably, a squirrel comes along, and Jack decides he's going to do his job. He shouts at the squirrel, and instead of the squirrel getting scared and running off, he greets Jack and then asks him if he can leave his acorns in his hat. So Jack tells him to F off and get the hell out of here before he shoots his ass, right? Wrong. He lets the squirrel hide his acorns in his hat. What the hell is Jack thinking here? First off, he doesn't even know this squirrel, who he is, or what he wants. This squirrel could be trying to weasel his way in and take all the corn when Jack has his back turned. Secondly, he doesn't know where those acorns came from. They could be stolen. And now he's an accomplice to a crime. First it starts with the acorns, and then what's next? Is he going to let his whole family move in? Jack is asking for trouble. Later on, another rodent comes along, and we get this rather frustrating interaction. Quote, Beware! I am Jack, the scariest scarecrow in all the land! The mouse looked up. Good to meet you, Jack. I'm Mouse. I was playing in the field, but now I can't find my friends. Do you mind if I rest in that nice pocket of yours? End quote. Not the most effective scare tactics by Jack. And do I have to say it? Of course he lets this mooch do it. I haven't seen someone get this walked all over since Tiger Woods took that beating from his wife and then gave her half. Breaking down that interaction further, I feel like I'm repeating myself here. If you have to tell someone you're the meanest in the land, that really means... You aren't. That's like people going around shouting, Look how pretty I am! Or, I'm so strong! As soon as someone says either of those, I know I'm dealing with someone who has a face only a mother could love. And when someone tells them they lost weight, they go around looking for it. It's 100% certain this person has zero confidence. And you may say, That's assuming a lot, David. How can you make that diagnosis? Well, through a lot of experience, and trust me, I'm really smart. Anyway, again we see Jack being taken advantage of. What the hell is he thinking, letting strangers like this use everything he has? What's next? Is he going to give the Prince of Zimbabwe his social security and routing number? If Jack isn't careful, he's going to not only lose his job, he'll be thrown in the trash with nothing to show for his kindness. And I'm doing air quotes. 
these animals will go on living their lives like, Jack who? Are you serious? I can't believe what I'm reading. Quote, A few minutes later, Mouse poked her head out. Jack, why did you try to scare me? I'm a scarecrow. It's what I'm supposed to do. Says who? Asked Squirrel. End quote. Uh, says the farmer who made him and put him there. But let's take a step back here. Can you believe the audacity of this mouse? Chastising the guy being kind enough to let her stay with him? He could easily call the farmer for backup, and that mouse would be blown up out that bitch faster than you can say, No dice, mice. Where does this mouse get off? That just galls me. What a frustrating tale. Before Jack can explain the importance of his job, a crow shows up. Sounds like we're having a rodent party. But, for once Jack does his job. Jack is ecstatic that he scared the crow. But, the happiness doesn't last long. Seeing what he did to the crow made Jack upset, and he apologizes to the scavenger. And the other rodents gather around to praise Jack for being so kind. And the story wraps up on all the varmints coming to visit Jack frequently. And the field he protects is full of them. But Jack is happy because he has company. But for how long will that last, I might ask? As you can guess, I'm not happy with this one. I understand the moral that it's better to be kind because you'll have more friends and be more fulfilled. But this scenario is awful. In this case, inherently squirrels, mice, and crows are bad actors when it comes to farm fields. Is Mammy really saying we should be friends with miscreants and users like these guys? Because that's not smart and will lead to trouble. Looking at the true moral of this situation, it's to not be a pushover and stick up for yourself and do what's right. Sometimes doing what's right will make you feel lonely. But in this case, by Jack not doing his job, that field has most likely been ravaged and the children of the town will go hungry through the winter, while the scavengers will all be fat, living high on the hog. Unfortunately, many people don't want to think about those who are hurt by their selfish actions, including Mammy, who didn't mention those who were directly affected by Jack's negligence one time. Hey, Mammy! I think you need to go back to the drawing board with this one. I wanted a fun story about a scarecrow and the fall season, Instead, I got a sad story about a scarecrow desperate for acceptance. The way this was written was really chunky. I applaud her for using as few pages as she could, but some of the pages had several paragraphs on them. She used way too many words to get specifics across. Case in point, the mouse explaining why she was in the field with her friends, or some shit. Just say, I lost my friends, can I stay with you? I don't need all the rest. So unnecessary. As for Ariel's pictures, they were dull and only on one page while the writing was on a blank beige page. It made the book feel unfinished. Being honest, I wanted to like this book. The title has great potential, but it just felt thrown together with little thought. I guess if you were someone who didn't do what they were supposed to do and just gave in to peer pressure for friends, then you might find comfort in this book. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.2. I'll have a taste, push it around, and out of pity, I'll give a smirk. 
this goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.